It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. Dustin, it's time for our projections of the 22 class. But before I get there, we didn't get to everybody at the Combine. I want a quick comment from you on both Brandon Smith and Jesse Lucada, who we didn't get to. And we won't do, deal with the punter. That's okay. I don't need any, any updates from him. But what do you think of Brandon Smith and Jesse Lucada? Well, I think for for Brandon Smith to run that four five seven again, use the word validation for Arnold Ebicady and the way that he performed with the jumps and proving his athleticism. I think Brandon Smith probably confirmed, uh, you know, to most teams that he is indeed a freakish athlete. And uh, that that four five seven at whatever he weighs now two fifty plus I think two fifty two fifty five he he checked in at. So uh, with his frame and the way that he looks, I mean, teams are going to be wowed by him in shorts. And I think that, you know, his film, there, there are certainly flaws and there are, you know, instinctive type things. And there are some times where he just needs to wrap up instead of trying to put his shoulder down. All, the, all that stuff that we know to be true is still true on film. But I'll tell you, man, I, th- I think if, if you're a scout or a GM sitting in the, in the seats at, uh, in Indianapolis and you're looking at this guy and you see him run a four, five, seven, that's going to strike somebody. And again, it only takes one team to see it for him to maybe make that leap into what, maybe the second round. Uh, I don't think that's crazy at all. Well, just uh, one quick thought on Brandon Smith and through the combine, through the whole several days, you'd get a time and then you get the adjusted time. I think they adjusted Brandon Smith's time to a 4.52. So actually even more impressive. And then um, Jesse Lucada, unfortunately, I think there's a guy who needed this opportunity to impress. And he uh, ended up with an injury, it appears. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I don't know that guys, it just kind of stinks, right? Like that. You come out of this thing. I don't think anybody's really jumping for joy to add an asterisk if your numbers aren't what you want them to be. Uh, to be like, oh, well, that's okay. He wasn't hurt fully. Like, you kind of only get one shot at this thing. Now, the good news is, you know, the 37 and a half inch vertical for his uh, his size and his thickness and his his frame is pretty good. Uh, the 48940, which is the number that I saw, maybe it was adjusted after I had seen it, but um, not going to wow you. I, I don't know. You know, you're not looking at like, uh, straight line speed as being something that's going to make or break Lucetta's value. But I, I do think he's going to chan- get a chance at, at Penn State's Pro Day to improve on that and be able to kind of put that asterisk on his performance uh, by himself. And that's a good point. It isn't exactly just the one chance that Pro Day is an opportunity to make amends for uh, a disappointing effort at the Combine. All right, let's get to where we're supposed to be this segment, which is projecting the 22 class and let's start with a couple guys, Dustin, who we did mostly on the offense, and then now it's kind of that, well, this guy could play offense or he could play defense. That's the case for both the guys we're going to look at in this segment. We'll start with Makai Flowers. First of all, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Yep, Makai Flowers. Okay. Yep. 
Impressive kid. Uh, 6'1", 190, listed as an athlete, four-star out of Harrisburg, uh, and a guy who could play on either side of the ball, Dusty. Yeah, I mean, he, he's shown it uh, in, his, in his high school career, just an, a really impressive athlete in, in every way. And that's really j- is what jumps out. They've got a few guys like this in this class where you're wondering, okay, is he going to be an offensive player, going to be a defensive player? They're going to have to kind of make that determination. For what it's worth, as we sit here now, when Penn State announced him on signing day and the way that they have him listed in their signing day uh, material is he's a defensive back. Um, we've seen this, you know, over time. Um, I think, uh, Troy Apke, John Patrician are two names, I think who are legitimate, um, FBS prospects at, at both positions. Um, so you could have Makai flowers arrive as a defensive back and you could see him shift at some point in time, depending on how he develops. If he gets, if he doesn't like add weight the way that you want, or if he doesn't pick up on this or that. So I think it, it'll be an open determination, but as we get started here, we're doing Makai flowers on the defensive side of the ball uh, because that's where Penn state plans to start him out. And we all know, know that that plan can change, but for now, I think um, you know he's got some things to improve upon for sure. But the way that he plays the game, the flair that he plays the game with, the confidence that he seems to have in his athleticism, and how smooth and quick and sudden that he he is as a player, um, he could bring some dynamic skills to the table at safety. He could bring some dynamic skills to the table at wide receiver, and he could do the same thing as a punt returner or a kick returner. You know, and this is the sort of overall impact that a guy like this can have and it's uh the versatility really helps him out he's a legitimate athlete in in both uh positions Uh, but i do i do like him more as a safety i think what he can bring to the table there is something that they haven't had a lot of where it's kind of that free roaming uh control the the middle deep part of the field kind of like what jair brown has done uh, but with Makai Flowers, just uh, you know, I don't think Penn State has had a whole lot of athletes quite like him uh, at the safety position under James, under James Franklin. When you start with that good an athlete, that's a great starting point. And the, let's face it, a lot of the skill sets are very similar. But I will also take the word, not just from you, but our good friend Eric Epler, uh, your cohort there at Penn Live. We had him on the show talking about some of the players that are local. He saw him live quite a bit. His response was, he's a safety. That's that's where he belongs. I've seen the kid play there. That's where what I believe he's best at. And, and I think, um, you know, the way that he plays the game, it, it's just going to, for him to be able to move around a little bit, for him to be able to come up, drop back, you know, get into a backpedal, maybe cover a guy one-on-one. I think it, it better utilizes his wide range of talents and skills to be able to move him around all over the place. And I think when, when you see, I mean, because he's a legitimate wide receiver too, um, you're going to see him be able to take the ball away, I think. Um, that's one area that they've talked about that for a long time. There, there have been some really, really good safeties at Penn state who that's not, that hasn't been their forte. It hasn't been their strength to, to, to be a menace, uh, in terms of intercepting the ball. I think Makai flowers has the athleticism to get wherever he needs to go and be able to cover, uh, a large portion of the field, but also when he makes a play on the ball to be able to actually make the catch. And, uh, you know, you, I, I think that's something that you don't really 
think about too much in a prospect. But then when the, when the game comes and, and you know, you have a guy make an outstanding athletic play and the ball still hits, hits the turf, then you start to think about that a little bit. I think Makai Flowers has, you know, good enough athleticism and hands to be a very dynamic safety in the future. And starting at 6-1-1-90 as he's coming in, not a bad size also for a safety. Let's take a look at another guy who there was some issue and debate about which side of the ball he's on. I know he's now listed as a safety, and that's Christian Driver, uh, 5'11", 185, four-star, out of Texas. The backstory is uh, Donald Driver, his uh, father, was coached at one point by James Franklin, so an interesting story there. Yeah, and just one that kind of makes you feel like what what your age is. It's a fresh reminder with these kids uh, of how old you actually are getting. Uh, so with Christian Driver, you know, he he, uh, he was insistent at one point in time. He really wanted to be a wide receiver. I don't know if that was following Dad's footsteps or that was just his preferred position. I think Penn State maybe entertained that idea, but ultimately kind of got him to come around on the on the notion of playing safety instead. I think he could be really good at, at both positions, and what you know, I think he could be good in a lot of different ways because he is a football player. And that's the same thing with Makai Flowers. Uh, Penn State's looking for guys who play the game of football, um, who are able to impact games in multiple ways. And Christian Driver, with the way that he is so heady. And you can tell, like, he can see and diagnose what's happening in front of him, you know, as well as anybody who's, who's filmed that I personally watched. And I understand that you can't always see everything in, in the huddle video and that kind of thing, but you do see him kind of floating in the right direction, uh, soon, you know, pretty quickly. And I think uh, that can be beneficial at the wide receiver position to be able to kind of assess what the defense is doing and know uh, whether he's got to sit down in an open spot on the field or if he's going to be playing man, whatever. Uh, But as a safety, for him to be able to kind of uh, let the play happen in front of him, make a read, and, and, and get a jump on a ball, whether that's a ball carrier or when the, you know, the ball's in the air or whatever. Um, I just felt like his particular skills uh, translated so well to safety where that's the job. Your job is, is to read the quarterback's eyes or, or, or defend a certain portion of the field. What he is able to do so well and that NFL, you know, that NFL DNA that he shares with his dad, uh, those instincts are really, really valuable. And I thought they worked a little bit better at safety than wide receiver. You mentioned DNA, which connotates the you know physical makeup, but I think also being raised in an NFL family where you're hanging around and you learn the other things about studying film, that type of thing, studying the game, being a student of the game, I think that skill set translates more to safety when you watched this past year Jaquan Brisker and Jair Brown play and when they made an interception and there were several of them that they made so much of it was reading the play reading what was happening so that student of the game thing I'm not saying you don't need that or want that at wide receiver but it just really seems like a major part of playing the safety position. It just reading and being instinctive and sometimes just making educated guesses on, on what the quarterback's doing and where the quarterback's going. Um, and I think a lot of that is just going to come down. He's going to be able to play fast pretty early in his career because he, as you mentioned, 
He's eaten, breathed, and lived football his entire life. You think about him going to practice, coming home, and then watching a, watch a Monday Night Football with his dad. Like, the education never really stopped for him. And uh, I, I think it shows in the way that he plays. Now, I do think... Um, you know, he, he strikes me just, this is just sort of guesswork that he can, he can be a leader type guy. Because when you're, when you've got that IQ and you, you, you know, the game so intrinsically well, um, I feel like Christian driver can be a leader on that, on that defense. Um, I think he's going to need a little bit of time to improve his footwork and to get a little quicker, uh, probably got to do, do a little bit of work in the, in the weight room. He's not the, the guy right now that wows you athletically, but you don't really see any reason to believe that that after a year or two in the strength and conditioning program and working on those specific goals with Chuck Losey and, and that staff, uh, if they want to get his feet faster, they want to get improve his 40 time and, and, and have that those instincts really pop because a- athletically he can he can do that. They're going to get that job done. So I think it's going to be pretty, you know, a year or two into the process. He's going to be an outstanding player, I think. And, you know, it's funny, Dustin, you talk about how this makes us feel old, having watched his dad play. How do you think this makes James Franklin feel, having coached his dad and, and now the now his son? Anyway, that is it for quarter number two, Dusty. Quarter number three, we're going to cover a couple more players. Stay tuned for that. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.